start the meek mill again. Let me know when we get to go, buddy. We are? All right, all right, all right. We are recording and we are, the mics are hot. The fellas are all here. Yup. I'm feeling nice and comfy. Got some brewskis out of camera sight. Meek Mill pain playing in the background. My people on YouTube, you can't hear it. I apologize. You know, laws and whatnot. I'm using my low voice. Why? Because I'm in a chill mood. How you guys doing? You guys good? It's a full house today. I'm sleeping normally, dying. It's a full house. We got myself, Matthew, aka Lefty Lucky. Why do you look so irritated, Jason? <laughs> Not only is it low, it's slow. You have a problem with uh, low and slow cooking? Yes. That's how you get the best flavors to be produced in everything you do. Low and slow. Like a nice size roast that you make it for the family. You don't want to overcook it. You don't want it well done. You want a medium rare. That's what we are. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. We're medium rare. Hello, everybody. Hey, yo. Welcome to the Don't Be Mad podcast. Hey, bro, you need to stop using that fucking voice, man. How about you let me introduce the podcast? How about you speak like a Do you want to introduce the podcast? You're not trying to seduce anybody, bro. Do you want to introduce the podcast? It's a yes or no question, my friend. Finish what you started. All right, thank you very much. See, the adult is back, so. I appreciate, put, I appreciate. Put hey, hey, hey. I, I, check. I appreciate you allowing me to finish what I started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Don't Be Mad podcast. Your weekly dose of the homies kicking back, drinking drinks, going over the week's topics, maybe some influential things to our lives. It's your boy, Matthew, as I said before, a.k.a. Lefty Lucky, and I'm joined here as always with... Jason, the truth. I forgot to put my phone on silent. And you're the one who's always telling people to put their phones on. You're the one. I know. Phone's going off. I'm who allowed, uses a ringer on their phone? I'm allowed one a month. Uh, people who don't keep their phone on them 24-7. vibrant. If I don't keep my phone on me 24-7, I would like to have the ringer on it. So if it then goes off. you have to go to your phone and get it anyways. Yeah, and I would like to know if someone's calling me or texting That's me. That's why you hold it on you. You're too attached. Molly, would you like to introduce yourself, even though I just said your name? Yup, I'm back again. It's Jamali. And outside of Jason being a dickhead, as per usual, we're here. It's another week. Tyler's in the background, as usual. Our silent assassin producer. He's got a big smile on his face. You want to know why? The Browns won two in a row. Congratulations, buddy. He is so. He was so happy. He was looking. He was looking for tickets to watch their next game surprisingly lucrative prices. that's money down the drink with a potential of food poisoning tyler jason's a hater i'm just telling because you because my broncos it's beat the him only two city weeks that's ago lake that's caught on fire Jason's in the united states and I'm, I'm not even joking with that because my orlando magic did the season sweet up of his lakers no one cares about orlando yeah no one cares but we still did the damn thing with some championships and we could talk oh i could talk right now because we did a season sweep will you beat us at all this year we can win some championships. No, no, answer if the LeBron, question. If LeBron has answer the throws, question. Championships. Answer the question. Will you beat us at all this year? Championships count. That's all. That's all I'm worried about. You it's funny why? how championship he counts, can't. except when it comes to fucking Phillip Rivers. Jason will never, ever 
give a yes or no answer on a yes or no question when it comes to his Lakers, especially in this predicament, he will just go straight to championships when he knows he's wrong. So if ever you're arguing with him about basketball, which by the way, he doesn't watch, if he goes straight to championships, you know you won. So you don't even have to engage further than that. I feel good. Mm-hmm. I feel great. Mm-hmm. It is a new day. It's a beautiful Friday. The weather is actually fall-like. Yeah. Pretty good. And there's no other place I'd rather be than here with you, gents. Beautiful feeling, man. Beautiful feeling. So let's start this week off right. How's the mental health? How was your week, guys? Everything good? Everything great? I mean, it's a good week. Yeah? Everything's rolling like it's supposed to. Yeah, talk about it, buddy. You got some good news. We'll keep it on the wraps for now. No, talk about it. I'm not jinxing anything. You don't got to get into specifics. Just... Just say I'm one step closer to where I want to be. Come on, man. Stop, stop being so mysterious. You're not a Scorpio. I'm not trying to be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Jason or you. That's what I'm saying, man. Talk about it, man. It's okay. No, I'm just, you know, I'm, I, I'm, I have a pathway in life that I'm trying to lead or trying to head towards. And I got some good news this week that I'm one step closer to that goal. So. Did you pass something? Yeah, I passed my exams. There you go. How hard is it to say that? Right. This dude's like hiding from Come the Come on, feds, we're trying dude. to congratulate you here. We're, the people need to know when we're up and when we're down. But when we're up, they need to feel it. Oh, yeah. Let yourself be congratulated for doing good hard work. It's okay. It's all about progression. I'm just, I don't want to count my you passed eggs. an exam that you wanted to pass, you needed to pass, you did it. Yep. You're one step closer to your dream job. Enjoy that fucking feeling. Hey. Why am I more enthusiastic and excited for you you're than scorpion. you are for yourself? Because you're scorpion, bro. <laughs> like shit. Nah, man. That was that's pretty much that's that's a good news. So, congratulations, my brother. I appreciate it. Thanks, I'm man. Proud of you. I'm happy for you. I'm like after you had me here the night before drinking with you. <laughs> Yo, did but did you pass though? I did. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You, I bet you had the best sleep of your life. That's why you passed. Not even. Yeah, you're a liar. Not even. I, <laughs> not even. Jason, you got anything to tell people? How's the mental health? How was the week? I'm going crazy, man. No, I'm all right, man. Everything's good. And I can't complain. Yeah. Just uh, been uh, working, looking at apartments, all that kind of stuff. How's the hunt going? Anything? Uh, yeah, yeah. There's a couple stuff out there. There's a couple stuff to look at. Um, we're looking at stuff and uh, good stuff. Some are bad, but you know it's hit or miss with a lot of places. And um, other than that, I can't. I really can't complain. Welcome to my world. Dude, keep that, that positive foot forward. The perfect apartment is gonna come. You're gonna grab that shit. Matthew's basement's always available. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it absolutely is not no, because he doesn't come alone. <laughs> whatever, I'm look, whatever I'm looking for. Whatever I'm looking for is the short term because the long term is to buy a house eventually after maximum like two years but um yeah it's something for the short term though dude like i said man you're gonna find it you're gonna find a perfect spot for you and your boo and you're gonna be good to go yeah yeah nothing to worry about man just keep that positive foot forward man not worried i'll find something you will you will what about you mr well, you know, with, with work it was a hectic week because of accreditation at the hospital oh you spoke a bit about that last yeah week. man like I spoke about like preparing myself mentally because I had to go in on Sunday and like basically I did a Sunday to Friday it was a long week though accreditation finished on Thursday officially it was just 
a lot of running around making sure everything was intact and things were as they needed to be but overall i survived but the highlight of my week was getting fire and blood by george rr R. martin game of thrones book that chronicles the 300 years of targaryen reign oh, when i tell you sometimes a good book just puts you in the right place I was able to breeze through this accreditation week because of that book. I would come home, put some like light music in the background, you know, like some background fodder, open that book and just start reading. Did you play the Game of Thrones theme music while reading the book? <laughs> Dude, it helps. It helps. You have in the background, you're just like going through those pages. And the thing about those books is like, there's such like detailed so conceptual reads but at the same time it's such a flowing easy read because george r, r. martin writes so damn well that, like i would put my head in the book and the first time i lifted it up i realized like three hours had passed like i didn't eat I didn't go to the bathroom like nothing man like you're devoted bro dude it's it's amazing man. i'll throw it to you when i'm done man no, it's thank so you. dude trust me it's worth no, it i haven't read i haven't watched none of these shows and none of these books oh, dude don't worry man like you don't need to have watched the show to read this book in particular like it's it's a chronicle of like the history it's cool. so good so damn good you know Jamali's not gonna read that book <laughs> not at all <laughs> you should read something jamali man yeah not those <laughs> reality only but that that book essentially saved well that and black ops 4 pretty much saved me this week as far as like just de-stressing and getting myself into like a nice place after like such hard days at work and you had real work to do that you didn't do but you know we're gonna talk about that hey 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 i'm here my presence is a blessing <laughs> debatable <laughs> all right so we jump into some stuff should we start with the uh with the rip note might as well get it out of the way not like that, but <laughs> that's like, Just, dude. That <laughs> tell us how you really feel, Jamali. <laughs> Jesus. Just get over with. <laughs> Steven Hillenberger, creator of SpongeBob SquarePants and various other cartoons, passes away at 57, man. Crazy. It is so pretty young. crazy, I bro. I wouldn't say I was a big SpongeBob fan, but I enjoyed watching it. It was some part, some, a lot of stuff was funny. In the well, show. I mean, SpongeBob, SpongeBob came out bro. when we were just out of that cartoon era like um, our age group i want to know i think kind of on the cusp cusp yeah we're yeah, about like i, I want to say what like 16 17 yeah. maybe my earliest memory of spongebob was like i think when i was just about to leave like, high school yeah pretty much like yeah. late high school is when it yeah. was, came out and it was just one of those shows that like i like as a teenager liked because it was just funny and yeah. like it was like one of those shows that you could just put on and whatever you're doing, you're going to enjoy it. You know, like if you're going to sit there and watch, you're going to enjoy it. Or if you're like cleaning your house or whatever, you're going to enjoy, it, you know, like, and you would just poke back into it every now and then. But then as an adult, I like went back when it came on Netflix and watched a few episodes and realized there were a lot of like adult concepts Content, right. on this show that like I didn't pick up as a child. I'm just like. Yo, but a lot of how Nic did they have this on like a lot of Nickelodeon shows? Are, a lot of Nickelodeon <laughs> shows are like that. Oh yeah, there was this thing I think you posted on Twitter with the Ariana Grande stuff that oh, she was making her buddy. do. I was like, come on! I was like, <laughs> this is so obvious. But 
Nickelodeon does a lot of that stuff. Yeah, they have, they have a lot they of did it for Rugrats content. They did it for Rugrats. Rugrats did it yeah. for Hey Arnold. Did it for all that stuff. Yeah, it was, but for sure, he he put out a good cartoon, man. I yeah. really enjoyed it. And it's Fifty-seven years old. Like last That's week, we young. talked about like forty-seven being young. Fifty-seven still pretty young as well. Oh, you know, relatively. Like I, I didn't dive in to find out how he passed. So sorry, guys. Like do a bit of Google's on that one. I didn't go that far. I didn't do that deep of a dive, but. You know, like, tip of the hat to him. It's unfortunate that he passed. Prayers to his family and his loved ones. Yep. He left a, himself a legacy that, I mean, we use the memes all day. Like, oh, for sure. <laughs> like, who would have thought a cartoon like that would have just had so many appropriate and inappropriate <laughs> memes for everyday life? Everyday life, trust me. Like, in my, like, I have a group chat for my boys, like, we're all Chelsea fans. And I can't tell you the number of SpongeBob memes we use just, like, indicate our happiness oh, yeah. our sadness our anger sarcasm <laughs> everything. everything like there there's literally a spongebob still for everything. everything trust me so hats off to him it's it's a shame you're gone but you're immortalized with what you left in this world all right that's it for the rips as far as i know me too the story that we left out last week that we're going to talk about this week I like getting the sad news out the way, or, or the hard-to-talk-about news out the way, right away. St. Michael's School hmm. in Ontario had a very disturbing sexual assault hazing incident that went down. I don't know if any of you want to take the lead on this one. No, nah, you could go. I'm not talking. I'm not, not going to deep news. dive on that. You can I, go ahead. I love my co-host here. I love it. They just make me do all the hard work. I'm getting back in. I'm getting back into the groove. I'm just coming back, so you have to give me some leeway. You're just coming. Back. What? You have to give me some leeway. I'm just yeah. Coming just back. coming back. You should be more willing to say a lot more words. I'm saving my strength. Yeah. For what? Me. For next week when you're not here? <laughs> Are you uh, coming up with stories that people don't need to hear? You have a rebuttal for that? No. Certain things are not worth rebuttaling. I accept your apology. All right. Let's just get into it then. For those of you that don't know, there was big allegations that came out of St. Michael's Academy, I believe, or Catholic school, where there were six people who were basically taken for having sexual abuse allegations put against them, where they were hazing students that were part of one of the sports teams. And what was alleged in the reports that came out from the police were that essentially kids were holding down the newcomers like the right. freshmen coming into this the school and sexually assaulting them with a broomstick and it's an all-male school don't laugh that's not, not funny, funny jason it's not funny <laughs> to me it is i don't care <laughs> wow sensitivity Goodness. right i know Goodness. i'm not saying what happened to the kids it's terrible what happens to them but just sorry <laughs> that's why you the, guys are smiling it may sound it, it's terrible it's a terrible thing no, and whoever did is. whoever did that should go to jail and be buried under the jail but you can make a joke out of that stuff it's hilarious no certain things are i would not, not like a to make a joke situation. about teenage boys getting literally raped with a broomstick Sodomized. well that's a catholic school so what do you expect whoa Catholic, the Catholic Church hasn't hasn't proven in recent years that they've been they could be trusted with boys around. The views expressed. <laughs> hey, what, what? are you? T- 
there's tell, a lot I'm of Catholic the truth. schools out there that don't have these type of sexual allegations coming out of them. Okay, there's mm-hmm. a lot, and for this to happen, especially like it, it shows that this school essentially had a history of these acts happening, and the only reason it's even known was because one of the people who was a part of it actually filmed it which in itself is pretty disgusting that's another that's another thing that's going on like everyone has a camera now so you can't really get away with with that kind of stuff as you would well, like we, we a couple would of years back that more would be done than just recording it essentially but the fact that it took someone recording it for it to be known shows that there's something that's a bit more ingrained in this school, school than culture. this being an isolated incident. I mean, it's not only the students that know it, it's teachers and... Well, that's the thing because well I was listening to a podcast called Canaland and they had spoke about this in length and, and had somebody who used to go to that school and that person spoke about how there was, there was a type of culture there where essentially because it was a very sports oriented school like everybody who goes there is there because they're in a specific sport and the education is almost secondary, secondary right. but one thing that happens is there's almost like a bullying culture that goes down where you know the professors that are there the, the teachers the coaches they belittle people like they they really so take like, that that old school like it's hard, like university you down, harden you with with like a destructive nature approach to making the kids be better and they would use their their miss what's the right word here they use their not misfortune but essentially like wherever they lacked is what they would use against them and right. and get other people to pile onto it in order to make them better which is in most cases the most worst way to worst approach way, it yeah of course but because it started with the professors and like the teachers mentality with the going people down. Who are supposed to be protecting yeah. these kids. It goes down into the kids mentality, right. but the whole hazing in itself. I mean, that's not something <sighs> that you just one day probably like, we're going to yeah. fuck the new kids with a broomstick. Like, no, like you're not going to, but I mean, these are th- I mean, it didn't happen at McGill a couple of years back that they had a story came, came coming out. The hazing the, situation. I don't think it was a sexual assault. I don't, I don't, I don't believe it was. Se- I know there was a hazing incident that went down, but I don't think it was a sexual assault. I never, I never understood this whole hazing thing with either sororities or a group of people to get into a frat or or sorority. I'm like, I never understood what is the point of all. I this? mean, hazing itself, personally, I find it stupid. It's not stupid. It's like I mean, I remember being at Dawson and the guys for the rugby team. They had to wear like a dress. Yeah, like whatever, bro. Like it's funny, laugh. Like get there's it certain things where it's like. You're not essentially violating a person's yeah, human rights. Pretty much. You know, like if you have to wear a dress, you have to wear lingerie. Or, or a diaper. Or, yeah, you know, pampers. like things like that. I mean, where no. I mean, I where it's like, like no. it's embarrassing, but it's not degrading. Right. Then that. And it's not even it's embarrassing. Okay. I think it's more funny than anything yeah. else. Uh, you know, and, it, and it's like in that case, it's it's almost like you're you're putting yourself in a position where you're looking at it as we're all doing this together. Right. You know, I understand, and but. I was even even though I was laughing at the thing earlier on, but would you really do that stuff? Wear dressing and, and for two. I personally wouldn't do it. But again, I mean, if let's say Dawson had a football team <laughs> and they made me wear something like that, for the love of the game, I might have considered. Nah, I, I wouldn't. A dress is nothing. A dress is whatever, like, bro. For like, I wouldn't do it. A like, day. Wear a dress and you gotta walk around to school. But at the same time, it's like it's 
Whatever, it's a fucking Whatever, it, it's funny, it's a, it's a rite of passage, it's just, Look, it's just laughable. In my, my I fantasy football league, dress, in my fantasy football league, we have a rule where if you are, the season ends and you are dead last, at the next year's draft, you wear a dress. Seen a couple pictures of And that. the reason we do that is we want to keep it competitive, we want people that even when it's playoff time, everybody still competes and goes as hard as they can, because what we were having in the years prior were essentially whoever was out, they would drop players or make ridiculous drops and tell certain people but, about so that they could pick up players and bolster their but team. You have to understand this is, and this is where I'm going with this, this whole thing with the hazing thing. Um, and why I think it's absolutely stupid and reverse anything because yes, I understand people do it as a way of fun and run a passage, but you have to understand other people take it differently. Like some people, okay. Hazing for them, it's not a big issue. It's all fun games. Other people, that's psychologically mess you up. Um, I think it's psycho. Not to it, cut you off, but it's psychological when it's an abusive thing. Because yeah. I mean, it, like in in the NBA, rookies have to walk with like uh, their favorite backpack, like superhero backpack. They're the ball boys. They carry the veterans bag. I mean, it's well, like, fun. even with the Dawson rugby team when right. they would do the dresses right it was part of a fundraiser as right. well so it wasn't just wear this dress walk around the school and but that's then, it but like then, they were raising money at the same time that went towards the team or went towards whatever foundation they were promoting at the time i don't know i for me i, I like how the nfl does it they leave the rookies with like the bills for like the, their their meals and stuff they have the rookies pay for it but that's also in a way could be seen as bad yeah because it's like you're Someone my who pockets just, are strapped and you just leave me with this fucking bill and right. now I'm fucked here because and you know these guys are not eating for one person they're yeah. probably piling they're gonna, it on like you have like maybe six people buying the whole fucking menu yeah but then right. then your team is gonna pay for that there's there's no way uh, but the thing is like there's there's like the way the thing you're describing that's literally like a status embarrassment thing where you're just like i know you don't have as much as me but i'm gonna make you pay for it but it goes in whereas somebody wearing a dress it's like because that's me, not doing anything to, to your me, status essentially to me hazing is a is a lesser form of bullying what i see what it is because and that is bullying what you just well, described I think with the what NFL. bullying would be it, in, uh, yeah, in the it form is. of hazing is if if a hazing is going on and like somebody's like no i'm not comfortable with doing this and you're forcing them to still do it, right. then you have an issue. Right. Because understand, like, in any form of hazing, it shouldn't be something that's forced. Right. You know, and, so, and if somebody's really dead set against it, like, whether it be religious or moral or they're just completely uncomfortable with it, you have to back off at that point. And if you're forcing, like, what these kids were doing, which is essentially they held down people mm -hmm. while they committed these sexual abusive acts, that's wrong. Like, yeah. that's completely, you're violent, totally personal wrong. space but, and... Uh, yeah, no, else. you're right. You guys are right. I'm not saying you're wrong. But what I'm saying is that, okay, yes, people are going to say, oh, it's fun and game and stuff like that. But people, when they're placed into that situation, they don't know how they're going to react. So, for example, yes, you make them wear a dress and stuff and make them go around and stuff. But then after, and especially in this day and age with social media and all that stuff, people are going to take that image, post it on this, post it on that, post it on this, post it on that. And we know how sensitive people are this, these days and stuff like that yeah but they're gonna we take also it, understand they're that gonna take it to the extreme i understand for us we're a little bit more i would say we're more we have more of a spine compared to younger generations as as well before but to them it's it's completely different social media is is it's essentially their second life 
and a lot of people yes they can have fun within the situation but once that's done images and pictures of stuff that remains yeah, well i get what you're trying to remains. say but if like i said like if this is the situation where and keeping it on this idea of wearing a dress if there's an image of you out there wearing the dress and you're like yeah you know i was a part of this sports team and all of the rookies wore the dress we did it as a team we we were together and we did it a part of this fundraiser so this is what ended up happening as a result of us wearing a dress even though it's going to be out there there's a, a reason for it right and there's an understanding oh you're part of this team and everybody did and like obviously it's not just going to be your one picture of all the rookies as like the only thing that's floating around you know like all the other rookies around, there's definitely going to be a group photo of all of you guys wearing your dresses and there's going to be that camaraderie built but at the same time it's that understanding of if you were genuinely uncomfortable doing something like that then you shouldn't do it i just don't understand the whole but not only thing. just that like we have to also differentiate hazing from abuse because what was done to those what they were You're forced right, to abuse. do it's abusive yeah hazing is sort of a laughable thing a memorable thing it's something that others has done and it's like whatever it's it's like nothing no one should leave any type feeling of demeaning to, yeah feeling Demean, demeaned or hurt, or hurt or literally have their their personal autonomy taken like hurt uh, taken violated away from them, period know? they shouldn't feel like, violated they should at not all. be violated in any way shape or form I, once it gets to that point you've crossed the line of hazing into abuse right and i think anything physical in terms of hazing that should be banned no never, i agree never have, never, never, never have anything which is like why that. i I look at what happened with this St. Michael's school and, and it's an understanding that obviously this was not the first time this has happened. Oh, if, for sure not. This is essentially a culture that's been built in that school and it's something that had to have been done on multiple occasions. It's only now coming to the light because it was on camera. Like somebody filmed it and sent it out to people. And no one could tell me these coaches were not aware of it. Impossible. Oh, that, that, that as well. Like they're, for them to, to, to feign negligence, like I, no. No, fuck that. Like, and there's I mean, no way you can say you were ignorant to this whatsoever. And I'm sure that's something that is discussed, that's laughable, that's laughed about within the hallways of the school. People are put up on like, yo, this shit's going down tonight. Yeah, of course. You know what I mean? So for these adults to to sort of like, you know, hide their hands it is a bit ridiculous. And I mean, you're, you're, you're essentially putting somebody's goal. Like if, you know, there's kids who devote their whole life, especially their youth, you know, for an ambition to whether playing the NFL and NBA, uh, NHL, and you're really saying, in order for you to get to the next step, I'm gonna have to do this. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. I never, um, yeah, but I, I just think like whatever, whoever did that stuff at that school, you know, just bury them in the jail and forget about them but i think it's the whole coaching staff everybody the needs whole to school, go down the for whole it. school needs to go down for it. the whole yeah, school like, i feel like it's, it's bigger school. than just taking the people who are involved and taking them out and throwing them in jail like this is something where you have to really look into the school as a whole and and find out what other things yeah. have been going on that have been unaddressed right what is the culture of the school right. what are the teachers allowing and permitting just for the sake of them wanting to have like number one sports teams, you know, right. like you really have to do a deeper dive into what is essentially being done in this school to allow such a thing to happen. And the psychology of these kids who suffered this type of abuse. Well, if I was like w those kids' parents who got violated like that, I am coming there and Spartan kicking everything I see. 
Everything I see, I'm Spartan kicking. And that's going to do what for your child? Huh? What is that going to do for your child? A lot. It's going to be... You have a, I have a, a young adult... I don't adult. think it's that simple. No, exactly. <laughs> it's not that simple, but it's going to be very satisfying. You have a young adult male who was just violated in one of the worst ways. Yeah. And that's something... No, regardless of what comes of this, that child have to live with that. That's their reality. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's crazy. You, you know, you're damaging someone's psyche. And I would damage someone's bones. I would I would make sure whoever did that was not able to walk for the rest of their life. Don't land yourself in jail out yeah. of anger. Huh? If it's for your land kids, the people and you wouldn't you in jail. You're saying, you're saying this now, but uh, don't forget a lot of these parents are also thinking about like if I go and do something crazy like this, who's gonna raise my child? You make you make you make perfect sense, but uh, then again, then you're just gonna leave the kids. Okay, you get go them to help. Jury? I mean, that's the most you can do right now is get them, you know, make them speak about their situation. Uh, especially if it's something that's been going on for a while, they need to be put into jail or at least have their legs taken. That's my opinion. Violence don't beget violence. Hmm? Please stop it. All right, let's move it along. Um, should we talk about Beckham? My why not? <laughs> You can leave this one because you brought this story to me. Well, essentially, David Beckham was seen ice skating with his youngest child, I believe. Happened to be a girl. And whether it was a photo or an actual video of him kissing his child while skating on the lips. It was a peck. It wasn't a makeout. And the internet went crazy. To say that, you know, as a father, he's wrong. And that's like almost if that is acceptable then so should incest you know what i mean basically going to the far extreme right i just personally my whole take on this thing is it's laughable because to me it's like it's a peck it's your own child you know he's not doing this to every child he ran into like let a man be a dad like and i don't if the kid reject if it's forceful onto a child i agree that's wrong but if that's what they do that's what they do let him be. Let him be a father. And like, unless he's violating this kid's space and right, then I have nothing negative to say about it. Jason, white people say the darnest things. What? No, because I, I, I'll explain what I'm what I say that, and I don't mean it. Please like, explain. Because yeah. no, because th there's there this is there's this thing, especially in the states of a culture of that. Oh, um, especially like older men. They say old, old men like to prey on little on on younger women and stuff like that. Right. It's something to come up with with the states in. Right. And they say for some odd apparent reason it's more it's more like older white men that like to prey on little white girls and stuff like that. I understand. I, I, I understand. Around. Listen, listen to where I'm going. <laughs> and the people who who come up with this idea, saying that oh he's wrong for doing this, he's wrong for doing that, he shouldn't be doing that. That's disgusting. You should go to jail. These are the people that are having these thoughts, these crazy ass thoughts in their head. Like, first of all, who would think this? This is his kid. This right. is some. This is someone he's raising every day on a daily basis. This is someone he knows. And for someone who's outside looking situation to have that kind of thought in their head, it was like, what else are you thinking about to have this thought? This is this. I find that so weird. It's like, I'm like, first of all, if I see David Beckham giving his little girl a kiss, I'm like, okay, I'm like, cool. It's his daughter. But other people coming up with like, oh, you sexually assaulted her, and like, like what the fuck? Yeah, no, I. Yeah. I'm like that shit is Whoa. ridiculous. Like, I'm like, where, where is your head at? I take it on a personal stance where I just look at it like, 
a parent kissing their child, simple peck on the lips. What? Like, why do people's brains go to these extremely it's, dark, it's, ridiculous now if, places? Now, if you're like Donald Trump talking about, I would date my daughter when she's like 30. <laughs> no, he didn't just say he different. would date it. He said he would fuck his daughter. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a different thing. But different not only thing. that, like, we could, uh, as much as I'm on a, tr- more I'm than a one Trump, occasion. I, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm for different. Trump. Like, even when he hugs his daughter, like, his hand be sliding on her he lower lingers. back. He lingers. And it'd be all, like, wrong. Like, He's a hair sniffer. <laughs> <laughs> like like come on now i mean this it, this is a whole no, but, it's laughable but to me people who i don't know what what sort of extremes whoever whoever or these people came up with these this twitter blowing up and stuff like that with these allegations of david beckham let the dude live his life with his daughter like, like, i'll tell you what it is man very simple they're just perverts if if you've ever been on the porn sites lately that first page <laughs> a lot of weird shit on the first page incest and there's all a that lot of shit. yeah there's a lot of mom and son whoa dad and daughter you stepmom and this like no it's there uh. the titles are weird and glad you is, could enlighten us about this no but this is why i say white people say dark things the titles are weird okay i just think a lot of people have been indulging in these types of pervertedness <laughs> and now they're reflecting it in the world they live in. That's exactly it. They think it's real. Look, David Beckham is a father. A good one at that. He may have a girly voice, but that's something we could talk about another day. Who wow. gives a fuck about his voice right But now? also, too, I think... Not He's just, a father. Not to cut you off, but also... But you cut me off. I know. But to <laughs> you add do to, that a lot. To add to Jason's point... Are you sure you want to add to Jason's point? Yes, You're I do. Get do you know how it feels to be cut off right now? Are, we, are you sure? Yes, I am. Are you? I'm very. <laughs> just letting you know. Absolutely. But like I was saying, sorry for cutting you off. You could continue. Point. I just want to add to his point. You know, you have to also take the cultural aspect. Like these, yeah, they may live in America, but these guys were raised, David and his UK. wife was in the UK. Is that a customary thing over there? But look, even here, like, look, I see parents with their daughters and sons or whatever, and I see it pecks on the lips happen all the time that's not like something that's like a uk thing like it happens right so the fact that people are making it a big deal like i don't understand where the big deal's coming from like what is it is literally has to be the individual themselves of course and the way they're approaching it whatever happened to them in their life they're literally projecting it people on this innocent situation of a father and daughter ice skating People are sick. Like, it That's is, all it is. It's Twisted the festive people, season, sick. you know. Like it's a beautiful scenery. You're you're having a moment as a f- parent with your child. There's and in this moment, you're just like you're you and your child are having a good time. And you give a little peck. Yeah. There's sick, perverted people to show your child love. Shit. As a parent, is one of the greatest things you could do. Of course, to show them appreciation and love. If he was out there like neglecting his child and like she's falling everywhere and he's just like, get the hell up and like treating her like shit, people probably would have liked that more than than what he did, which well, is those, ridiculous. Don't critique him for it. Don't critique him, but at the same time, be like, there's always gonna be those people that are like, yeah, give him tough love, you know, like she's got to learn how to skate, give him tough love. But he's literally in a moment of just genuine joy and happiness with his fucking child. That's another thing, people, which I don't understand. People, like it. it does not make any sense to me Pe- that people look at that and, and tag incest to it. That's another thing. People don't like to see other people happy. 
That's, that's oh, they thing. hate it. They hate it. Once you see oh, people, they ha- they hate happiness and like, others. Haters. But this oh. takes me back to the whole process. The whole you know, a couple years ago, when they were like, "Oh well, women shouldn't be allowed to breastfeed in public." My guy, if you're looking at a woman, first of all, you shouldn't be staring at a woman breastfeeding their child. That's weird. Pervert. Unless you're the father, and it shouldn't arouse you or make you feel uncomfortable. You goddamn that's pervert. the most naturalist thing possible. You nasty son of a bitch. You know, do you get aroused when you see a cow sucking on his, you know, a calf sucking on the cow's bosom? No, you don't. No, but I'd be looking at a cow like, some steaks in there. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, I think it's just something laughable and it just shows how how far we've come as a society. Sick and twisted people. That's how all. low we are as a society, man. And I thought Twitter knew better than that. Really? You thought really? Twitter knew better than that? The only, thing, the, only, the only thing that's holding up Twitter is black Twitter right now. I don't know what black Twitter is. but Oh, uh, man, you don't know what black Twitter is? No, I don't. Jeez. I hardly use Twitter these days, so I don't even know. I'm an Instagram guy these days. <laughs> uh. <laughs> All the platforms are dying slowly. Thank God. Read a book, people. Yeah. Get you fire and blood. Human contact, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are we done with this? Yeah. We're over it. Sorry, David Beckham. Kiss your daughter as much as you want. Well, not as much as you want. I mean, until she tells you, (laughs) until she forces show some restraint. (laughs) Until she tells you, no, I don't want that. You keep doing your thing. (laughs) (laughs) This is asshole. What do you want me to say? No, I don't want. (laughs) Bro, I've seen grown women. No, daddy. (laughs) I don't want to kiss you, daddy. I've seen grown women kiss their parents on their lip in public, bro. I've seen grown people do it. Oh, I got a mask. And I don't think nothing of it. I'm like, yo, maybe that's your mom. Would that's she your say dad. it in an English accent? Bro, you're now you're you're twisted as <laughs> now fuck. Now you're being twisted. Now you're being disgusting. <laughs> but I'm just saying, if a kid doesn't want to do it, just you don't force yourself on a child, right? Obviously not. Right. We're so going down the wrong brick road. <laughs> the wrong brick road? Yes, the wrong brick road. <laughs> Remember in, in hey, Wizard of Oz, it was hey, a yellow brick road? Hey. And it was a red brick road, too. We're going <laughs> we down the red one. Cover. Now <laughs> the jokes are going to fly. <laughs> We're going down the red one. How would she say it? What? Would she say daddy or would she say papa? But me laughing at the broomstick thing is a, is that a problem. That is bad. <laughs> okay. That is just bad. You guys are both. That is in ill taste. I think this is a Scorpio thing to be laughing at fucked up things. You guys are That's wrong. That's how we bro. amuse ourselves. I'm not laughing at something fucked up. Bro, all I said until she. You, you know, said something fucked up. I, but I, I didn't say nothing fucked up. I said until she refuses. That's all he said. I said he's <laughs> until she said, Daddy, I don't, I don't want, want to kiss you on the lips. No, I don't want this. That's what you said. <laughs> You're grown men. Like, you guys are in your you 30s, no bro. More. <laughs> you guys are grown for one. 30 is the new 20. Daddy, I don't want to kiss you on the lips no more. I think I'm a bit old for that. <laughs> Whatever she says, fam. When we're here, we revert to we revert to our college days. That's what we revert to. I don't know about you, but I was mature in college. I don't know what you you. <laughs> I don't are. know about that, Jamali. I was a mature it's college about student. I mug you off, pups. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Next topic. Let's yeah. Go. Please let's move on. This we're is becoming a bit wrong, weird. The wrong way. A uh, bit weird. Considered Matthew's uh, English history. I have great English history. I know. You don't have to tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't that happen like four weeks ago? He's no, two again? weeks ago. Hey, hey, relax yourself. Well, something else happened then. I mean, it's what's going on. Why are you yourself. snitching though? Like, 
You know what I mean? We Pop, why, you making, why are you making the streets hot? You know what I'm saying? I'm why are you making the streets? What's wrong with you? I have no idea what's going on. I haven't been here. Have some class. Literally. Show some respect. Oh, boy. Motherfucker. Yeah. Okay. Four apartments and it's Jamal that brought act. up your stuff, dog. Bro, I said I said he's well versed in the English language or something. Very well versed. Uh, did English. he study English lit? I studied English. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I There's don't know. no one better suited for the English language. I don't know what you're talking about out here dry snitching. <laughs> I have no idea what you're I heard trying to pull up Takashi. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Six nine everything over here. Pause. <laughs> the blicky <blinking>, uh <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I say we tackle this Dwight Howard story, bro. Don't laugh about this. I'm not laughing. You know my stance. You heard my stance already. He didn't hear. <laughs> you know, since you want to laugh, you can open it up. Yeah, please do. <laughs> Yo, no pun Jason intended. Got everybody in the studio laughing. No pun intended. Hey. No, because the thing is, I was listening to what happened to um, with Dwight Howard, and okay, essentially what happened is a transvestite accused Dwight Howard. Well, essentially, that's his boyfriend, Dwight Howard's boyfriend, <laughs> and and what happened is is that Dwight Howard's pastor and Dwight Howard was <laughs> was threatening the transvestite. You can't even fucking get through it. You was cannot get through. Was threatening. It. Was tr- was you threatening. Literally, cannot was, get through. Was threatening the transvestite. So like you were so yo, you were so bad. You cannot because get through. Because it's funny. You cannot. It's hilarious. Get it. And it's Dwight Howard. And I was listening to the Breakfast Club too. <laughs> I was listening to the Breakfast like Club. He cannot get through it. <laughs> I was listening to the Breakfast Club, and they said, and Charlie <laughs> said that, well, okay, what you, we don't know what psychological effects it's gonna have on Dwight Howard. What happens if he jumped out the, uh, an, uh, a building and landed on a pole butt first? <laughs> and that's what makes me laugh. This is just hilarious, but. It had oh, to wait, get hold it up. Out your system. I didn't get the pastor part though. The pastor was involved in this. What? His pastor? Yeah, the pastor was threatening. Uh, was threatening. Uh, Apparently, the pastor was threatening his uh, the transgendered ex- his alleged ex boyfriend. Alleged. That's what I should say. Alleged. So essentially, is now. But they said this person has been doing Are you this crying. <laughs> they said this person has been doing has done this before with other people as well with false accusations and stuff like that so we don't exactly. know but Dwight Howard hasn't really said anything That's yet why it's all alleged and look but Dwight Howard's from Atlanta all so jokes aside it's 50-50 all jokes aside please all jokes aside <laughs> the way I look at this is whether Dwight is gay or bisexual or oh no one cares about that stuff it, yeah like who gives a flying fuck the thing that's an issue here is you have somebody LG, LGBTQ community who was outing somebody who was supposedly in that community as well. And given the long history of people being outed and then either committing suicide after being outed, being abused by other people after being outed and basically having their lives turned completely upside down because of one person's selfish act towards another. Right. Regardless of this person being mad that the relationship ended or messages aren't being sent back after calls are made, etc. Like regardless of all that, for you to go out of your way to allegedly out Dwight Howard for the lifestyle that he chose not to be known to the public is a disgusting 
despicable thing to do. And I want to just let everyone know this is the nicest thing he has said about Dwight Howard in like ten that years. That is very fucking true. Because I <laughs> this is the nicest thing I he said about Dwight Howard. In genuinely 10 years. hate Dwight Howard as a basketball player, not as a for person. basketball reasons. Not well, as a him person. as a person. I don't know him, but I'm an Orlando Magic fan, and the shit he did before he left to essentially cripple our team. I fucking hate him for that. And I have hated him for a long time. And for a long time, I was, every time it was my birthday, I would blow up the candles and I would just wish for a thousand years of bad luck towards Dwight Howard. Well, this is a fact of life. So you actually caused <laughs> Dwight Howard. I <laughs> might be the reason. I'm not trying to take credit, but I'm just letting you guys know. This is how I have felt about him in basketball terms. Right. But him as a person, no. I never wish a thousand years of bad luck as a person. Just in basketball. I didn't want him to win. So you're the reason why he's been bouncing around the league like this. I am the reason. You know voodoo. I am the reason. You know voodoo. I'm sorry that he's injured. I didn't want it to go that far. I just wanted whatever team he went to to lose. I mean, and when it happened to be the Lakers, it was, it was a win-win. Amazing. Yeah. But this situation happening right now, I think is... Right now, he's taking the best approach. He hasn't said a fucking word. Yeah. He shouldn't say a fucking word. Go to your legal team. See what... <laughs> You and should tell do, his to stay let out them of make it. the best decision for you and then go from there. But for even if he is gay, bisexual, whatever, it's despicable for this person to have outed him. It's for something as disgusting. simple as the end of a relationship. Yeah. And and, and not receiving call. Look, people get ghosted every day. I'm sorry, boo, suck it up. You, you take that L like a champ and walk it off. That simple. <laughs> don't don't <laughs> I saw that look don't <laughs> it's that fucking simple I don't think it's funny were you laughing though <laughs> you're, laughing. you're ridiculous Jason <laughs> Jason said he's from Atlanta it's 50-50 <laughs> you can't, just don't don't feed in don't feed in but we're, we're gonna well, we're gonna sit here and, 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 and lie as if Atlanta is not sweeter than moist towelettes dog Wow. <laughs> Sweeter than moist towelettes? Eh? Do you eat moist towelettes? I know. My I was friend? like, about the question? I'm about the uh, freaking orange ones. You eat the orange ones? No, I don't eat the orange ones. <laughs> you just said you eat the orange ones. I never knew moist towelettes were sweet. Jason, do you have something to tell us today? No, or relax. Are there things in your history that you would like to. No, no, no. Please don't out out him. I'm not out. <laughs> <laughs> don't put me with Dwight Howard, dog. This is not Atlanta. I Dude, you just said moist towelettes are sweet. sweet. There's only one know. way you would know that. That's either if you've actually actively tasted one or someone's used one. And then you taste right. it. I, I, miss, I misspoke. <laughs> <laughs> I misspoke. Well, well, well. You didn't you miss, know, I'll give you the out. Maybe Christina uses moist towelettes and wow, you gonna finally put him on, ate her out. You're going to put him on French he street like that? He finally ate her out. Whoa, bro. That's a bit excess. My man has he's moving on up. Jason's been eating out people. Pause. <laughs> yo, yo, whoa. I just decided I just want right now. He's been doing what? <laughs> he's been eating on that carpet. Don't talk. Don't talk. She's got a bush. I don't know. I didn't know this. I might, bro. It's a figure of speech. Maturity. Bro. I like that. Mm. Nothing wrong with a little bit of bush, you know? Nothing wrong with that. Crazy. Just do a little <laughs> if the hair gets in there. <laughs>
God, you're you're twisted, sweeter bro. than moist towelettes. I my know. guy, Jason, man, what 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 company makes those? You should have said sweeter than peaches because Georgia peaches Peach, are a yeah. big thing. Look at me giving you all the assists today. <laughs> Better than Kobe. Kobe don't give no assists. I think LeBron outranked <laughs> him in his first season. <laughs> Tyler knows. <laughs> no, I just think it's unfortunate for for his, you know, for him to be, you know. Like at least hurt him or her. I don't know how to address transgendered people, but for that person, well, I believe he is transitioning currently. So, so what do I say? Him, her? You her. can say her or they. There, her or they. They. You know, for for they to go above and beyond to do that publicly, knowing that he's a public figure, and I think like he's obviously a dominant sports person to do that. I think is distasteful. Yeah. In any way shape or form like and that was a private shit you have with somebody you keep it private of course and i mean like i think there was like from things that i was researching on it where apparently the relationship stopped because she didn't want to sign an nda so because of that he was like well it's done but then there were apparent instagram dms that went back and forth but they looked a bit shady because you know how like when you DM on Instagram, both conversations get bubbles. Right. But her conversations have bubbles, but his own didn't, which is weird. Wow. Usually if it's coming in, like it has that gray bubble oh, around right, it, you yeah. know, like it looked very suspicious. And then on top of that, the phone call that went out where she was just like, we had a relationship, Dwight. You, you said you wanted to suck dick, Dwight. You said you want to get fucked in the ass, Dwight. But like, it was... Everything about it just seemed like it was so pressed. fabricated. Yeah, like it, it's fabricated. It's pressed. Like you're pushing the issue. Like, and you're really pushing this visual of like Dwight being a bottom. Right. Like to a point where just <laughs> it almost seems like it's it's overblown essentially. Right. You know, whether he is or isn't, like the way you're trying to make it be public, it's theatrical in a sense. And it's funny. We would think it would have been. Uh, Chris Bosch, that would be the most suspect. <laughs> would you like to elaborate? Sorry. Yes, please. Oh, come on. Let's not talk as if, as if we haven't seen Chris Bosch do some mad suspect things throughout the NBA. Enlighten us, please. I, if I had video, I would show you no, some just, stuff. Just speak on the things that come to mind. Huh? Just speak on the things Blowing that come to mind. Blowing in people's ear. Um, Kevin Garnett do that, too. Dude, Lance Stevenson did that. To LeBron James, the Did Lance Stevenson from Atlanta? No, he's from Brooklyn, so fuck off. Relax yourself. <laughs> Are you sure? He's from he's a Brooklyn native. Keep the list going. Go angry, guy. Our listeners want to know. What else is Chris Boston this mad suspect? But what is this concept of suspect? Because you do a lot of suspect things too, if that's the case. Alright, let me explain to people what suspect <laughs> mean. Because because evidently people don't understand. <laughs> Jamal, I don't understand what suspect means. Okay, explain, please. Do you understand what suspect means? No, I want your explanation. No, please explain. The, suspect the is gay shits. Thing you perceive to be homosexual or gay. Please okay. elaborate. I don't know what... Look, go on the video and see what, what Chris Boshes do. So Dude, you're the one saying he's suspect, so please elaborate. Yeah, what has he done? Our that, listeners would love to know. That is gay shit. Huh? As you say gay shit, what did he has he done that's gay shit? We would all love to know. Kissing up on announcers and shit. What? Yeah. He kissed on who? Announcers when he was like in Miami and stuff like that. He kissed an announcer? Yes. Where did he Where? kiss him? 
on the lips and some David Beckham type shit? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> no, I didn't see that video. I think you got to pull up some links. If I pan, I'll put it. I'll post. I'll post it up so people. Can He's see not it. gonna pull up any links. Yeah, that's what I think. This is how he, he goes. He says outlandish shit. I, I'm gonna do it. He ain't gonna do it. Are you searching now? Please go for it. We're gonna move on to the next topic. What do we have? Oh, do you want to talk about Lion King? No. Would you like to leave the room? No, we don't want to leave in the room. You can talk. You want to talk it. about the trailer? Or do you want to stick to like? Well, we could talk about Hugh Jackson versus Baker Mayfield. We could. Let's do it. Can you guys not be on your phones right now? That'd be nice. Oh, I had to just answer something real quick. Oh, I'm who is she? Go ahead with the Baker Mayfield. No, story. who is she? She's so important. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean she's on the podcast? She's she is literally lighting up your phone right now. Literally lighting this up. This dude phone hiding right now. his phone as the camera caught everything. He's like, <gasps> wait, hold on, hold on, pause. No, wait, There's no uh, pause. What? In live stutter, 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 stutter. Oh, that's a good question. I'm not gonna repeat it. I hope the mics didn't pick it up. But uh, is it one so, person lighting you up right now, or is it multiple people lighting you up right now? So yeah, that Baker Mayfield. Uh, oh, now you want to talk about what what we have on the list? Let's go. Let's I don't know. Go. Your phone was very important a second ago. Cause we're ticking them off, ticking them off. <laughs> I believe Jason was on his phone as well. But I could tell you who I I'm talking to. I was about to light him up, but he put it down right away. And I so did I. Yeah, but I can sure tell you who did. I'm talking to. I have no problem. Who are you talking to? I'm talking to Christina. Of course, of course. you He's need talking your to his future wife. His permission slip wasn't signed. <laughs> Why are you trying to transition on me, Jamali? Who's the two people that are texting you? But you mind your own business. Yo, Jamali's <laughs> phone has been lighting up since before we recorded. He rejected another phone call, bro. Ever since he got Instagram, this dude's been... Yo, he's he's been <laughs> on his shit, yo. You guys are bugging, Yo, bro. he used to get on me for being poly, non-monogamous. But this man has been running on madness. Okay. How many girls have you mugged off since you've been on Instagram? Goes, it goes down in the DMs. Please. Ooh. You guys are really Snapchat retarded. me that pussy. Hey, hey, hey. I don't do Snapchat. Snapchat me that pussy. Oh, Instagram that pussy. Hey, hey. No, I don't demean women Instagram to that, that level. Pussy. I don't if know where, what you're cool. talking about. To any level. <laughs> oh. I treat women He's like just royalty. just on the rejecting requests and declining phone calls. I, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't re- reject or decline any phone calls. And I do not wish to continue this conversation. He's a liar, too. We could continue our conversation about Can Baker we? Mayfield. Yes, please. Jason, you want to take the lead on this one? What? No, go. I already Come on, man. With the, the I whole take the lead on everything. Can the Chris, you, you the guys Chris step Bar up thing. to the plate for once? Jamal, you do. Jamal hasn't said nothing yet. On his phone again. So this Baker Mayfield <laughs> situation. <laughs> Hugh Jackson. That's his name, right? Yeah, Hugh Jackson. Went publicly and pretty much stated that you know, he wouldn't, wasn't going to use the first... If it was up to him, they wouldn't have drafted Baker Mayfield in the in the first round or at all. And Baker Mayfield went back at him. I think Baker Mayfield has the right to defend himself and did the right thing. It's, it should, if someone take your name publicly, you have a right to defend yourself on that same platform. I agree. That's all I'm saying. Jason, would you like to chime in? No, I'm of the mindset because... What had happened was 
Hugh Jackson got fired from the Browns, which, yes, of course, if you go 3-30-something, and 30 something, you deserve to be fired. And not rehired. Huh? By any team. That's sub- <laughs> that's subjective. That's, really? That's that's really subjective. Then if that was the case, Bel- Belichick would not be the greatest coach of all time if that was the case. Just keep it going, guys. Yes, please. But if if you're if you're, but he got rehired by the Bengals by Marvin Lewis because he he did his media tour and everything like that because he knew with that record like that you're not gonna be a head coach anytime soon if ever. Again. So he took the job that's available to him that was made available to him, and it's extremely extremely red he would have got another job and the thing what baker mayfield said was is like i don't i don't like the fact that he went over to that other team because they're a rival the browns and the Bengals are rivals and i don't respect the fact that he went to that team but he was talking as if hugh jackson left on purpose and went to the Bengals. hugh jackson got fired for a terrible organization the organization is going to be was terrible before hugh jackson got there the organization was terrible when Hugh Jackson was there, and the organization will still be bad when Hugh Jackson is gone. It's been like this for He's a, gone. There's always, there's always and winning. And they're winning. Okay, two games. Wow. Ooh. The Browns hey, win. Two games is a lot the more. Browns, than, the Browns. He got three in his whole time the there. The Browns win. The Browns win two games, but I know seasons of when they went zero and sixteen. Okay, before Hugh Jackson. Before Hugh Jackson. And every coach I've known since that has left that team, Marty Schottenheimer did better. Bill Belichick. We know his resume. So I don't understand why you, people are putting like the blame on the Browns as if the Browns were bad just with Hugh Jackson when they've been bad decades. Decades. Before look, I can only judge a coach by his record. Right. And if you got a losing record and you're looking for scapegoats on your way out, that says a lot more about you than it does of the organization. And not only that, I feel like if he had a problem with the organization, take it up with the organization. Don't go at Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield didn't exactly. choose to come to the Browns. He was selected by the Browns. Like you knew exactly what you were doing when you made that statement. Of, right. I wouldn't have drafted him in the first round. Like you knew exactly what you were doing. And we know Baker Mayfield is the reason why they won those games. Exactly. Along with Nick Chubb. Right. That boy killing it. But for me, I look at it as people who are getting down on Baker Mayfield for making those comments. Look at it like this. We get mad at any player that just gives the generic bullshit statement right he said straight up he thinks Hugh Jackson's fake he didn't like the conversation he doesn't like the fact that he went down to the Bengals which is just down the road as he said it so yeah you have every right to say how you feel I understand but he he's doing this he's what he's saying he's doing it with a college mentality and not realizing that no this no, is the no, NFL. No, it's no, a business no, 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 it's a no, business no. it's not but- Okay. Yeah, it is a business. business and guess what? He They're made in it personal, though. the business of you're on the rival side now. I don't have to be nice to okay. you. Okay, could I ask you a question? Because if you're saying it's business, right? I'm assuming you're also putting the word professionalism in there, mm-hmm. right? And you think it's professional for Hugh Jackman to go at Baker Mayfield for a decision he has no no influence on? If the coach told you said I didn't have the choice to pick this player, I would have selected someone else. That's the coach's prerogative to say that. But that's professional. Why even say it? Huh? Why even make that statement? Especially now that you're gone, why even make that statement? But people are saying that as if this is not what coaches say all the time. No, we're seeing it. We're seeing it today with John Gruden. You want to know why he said half of his team? Jackson said that simply because he doesn't want to be the one that's looked at as responsible for making any of the hard decisions which in itself makes me look at you as a head coach and say so what exactly were you doing there looking at the resume of the browns 
It's, no, it's stop looks looking like, at the team, look bro. Look at Hugh Jackson and the actions he's made. Yes. If you're walking out the door, and the first thing you want to do is say, I wasn't responsible for this. I wasn't responsible for that. I had nothing to do with this. I had nothing to do with that. All that tells me is you as a head coach were shit. So tell me, how is it that all the decades before Hugh Jackson was there, how was the team still bad? The team is bad because the organization's bad. But if you're walking so that, out the that door, speaks to, that's the, no, that's, but that's that's the different level. You're, no, it's that doesn't. Speaks to different if you look then. at Hugh Jackson no. and you're saying, look, organization's bad. That's it. That's all. Like that's that's one truth. And that speaks but to But you walking then. out the door trying to scapegoat yourself, being like, "Yo, don't put this on me. Don't put that on me." Like I may have been the head coach, but I didn't do this. I didn't do that. All it tells me is you didn't actually run this fucking team. So why exactly were you a head coach? So who has you're not a good head coach? Who chose every, him? Look, if you're gonna go who chose out the him door, as but listen, if you're gonna walk out the door, and the first thing you're gonna do the second that you are no longer part of that organization is say, "Hey." All these big decisions that happen with the team, don't put that on me. If it's but look, then all that again, tells me is you should have never been a head coach. Again, look who chose. Look who chose him. Look who. Look at the team that chose him. Look at the owner that chose him. But that's my point. The team that chose but him you could, you, and the way he's walking away from them just lets me know organization's bad and you as a head coach was bad. Because if you were not able to make any fucking decisions. And you didn't actually stand up and say, this is the type of team I need to build to be successful. Then you as a head coach should not do your job. Then Bill Belichick is a terrible coach, according to you. By your logic. By your own logic. How? Because he was the coach of the team. How? But when Bill Belichick. He's the most winningest coach in the no, NFL. No, no, but hold on a second. About, hold I'm on a second. Hold on a second. Because what you're failing to realize when Belichick left the Browns, he didn't leave the same way Jackson did. He didn't shit talk. The players that were there or you know passed the buck to be like hey it wasn't me it was them he left I gracefully understand that, but no that's where the problem is if, if you understand that yeah that's you can't where the you is. can't compare Belichick. so if a, with, so if a team is 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 historically bad all the time and a coach just one coach that is not up this, for discussion and this, and this, it is up for discussion if you're no. a bad organization you're a bad Let organization it be up for discussion how many other coaches that left the browns did what hugh jackson did well, that's a good point. Schottenheimer, Hall of Famer, Belichick had no, issues I'm with the saying, Browns, Hall no. of Famer. How many of them did what Hugh Jackson did? Not how many people left and had issues, but who did what Hugh Jackson did? The press tour? Which was full-on throw the whole organization team under, under the bus, the bus yeah. to make himself look good. I can guarantee you it's not Hugh Jackson wasn't the, fir wasn't the first. I'm asking you how many did it. Probably, if and in the past decade, probably a good three. If you can't name them... It never happened. It's because it's never happened. So the team's historically bad then. The, that has no relevance. Like I said, the What's organization the of this team the can be of the bad. Team? That can be one truth. And Hugh Jackson being a bad head coach can be another truth. It, it's Two possible, things can be true but, at the same but time. One can be truer than the other. But Hugh Jackson's gone, and this team has never looked better. Because they won two games. That's one truth being confirmed with him out the door. Because they've won two games? Two games in a row. Okay. Almost, almost tying his record. In great fucking fashion. Right. It's okay. not like they just chipped away. And, and keep in mind, when he was there, there were a lot of games they lost that season that came down to bad play calling, which is coaching decisions. And who was the offensive coordinator calling the plays? He's, he's the, still head, the coach. head coach. Let's not let's not pass. But that's my point. Why are you passing the and buck? Even like at he's point, not passing he's, the buck. There was even a point where he said he was going to take over on play calling. 
He didn't get the chance. Maybe he should have taken over sooner. He didn't get the chance. If you realize your offensive coordinator is doing the right thing, because the point because is, the organization was giving Todd Haley is, was giving Todd Haley. Let me finish. The organization. No, I was talking. You were cutting me off. Talk, technically, no, but you're not listening. You get rid of the OC. You're, you get rid of the head coach, and all of a sudden, this team looks completely different than it did. And they're doing. They're making the, the right decisions in late games. They're holding on to leads. The defense they been played playing two stronger. games since he's been gone. That's it. You're talking as if they won two. five in a row. They haven't even. No, they I'm talking as in a somebody row. who watched them play and sees a distinct difference. A dead clock is right twice a day. Oh my goodness, it's football. Anyone in football can be anyone. You're talking as if the Browns are a, a consistent team of dominance, That's which they not are not. What I'm talking as. They're I'm a saying, bad organization. Hugh Jackson's a They're bad a head bad coach. organization. They're a That's terrible I'm organization. I'm literally saying straight up Hugh Jackson's a bad head Jason, coach. Jason. And what Baker Mayfield did was not bad at all. If you're going to talk and criticize me, I will talk and criticize you. That's but, how life works. But, l Jason, let me ask you a question, okay? You're, the, you're a Lakers guy, right? Mm-hmm. Lakers are known for being a great organization. Mm -hmm. Have they not had bad head coaches? Yeah, they had bad head coaches. Mike Dantoni is a bad head coach. Right. And they got rid of an owner. Jim Buss, who I told you was terrible, who I said was terrible, who I said was trash. Okay. They got rid of him. They got Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson started turning everything around. How come they're on the up and up? Because you changed well, they also the culture. Got my boy LeBron, you changed the culture. I said, that's what I just said. They no, brought you LeBron. That's what no, I no, said. you said Magic. You didn't say LeBron. I said you brought Magic Johnson. And, look, and Magic Johnson making changes. And Brahu? LeBron. Right. But what does that have to do with your argument? I just want you to say He's just being a dick. But, but my, point is, my, po well, my point is. Let me finish my point. trying to edge you my on. Point is, Don't bite. The culture change. The but, culture changed because but, you changed out the people at the top who were being stupid and making inept decisions, right. and the whole culture changed of the team. So you're saying that a culture change. You're, you're saying that Cleveland is bad purely because their organization is bad. Yes, a culture change needs to happen. So a culture change, complete culture change. So you're saying that as a head coach. He has zero influence on how poorly the team has performed. Look at the Dallas Cowboys, the perfect example. My question is, is re I'm using an example. I'm I don't need an example with a yes or no answer. Huh? Yes or no? No, the coach doesn't have anything. So the coach has zero impact on how the game is played on the no, field. No, because he's the owner that's giving him the, the, the money to get the players that he needs. The coach is telling you what he needs, and if the coach is not getting what he needs, that's because the owner doesn't want to pay for what he needs. So the Cleveland Brown loses, what, three games? By a difference of under a touchdown this season, maybe five. You want to tell me this, it was a money thing and that this is purely due to management and not actual coaching and yes. bad play calling? This is football. You know, you, I don't know why you're asking me this because you know this is football. Intricate pieces. A, a, diff, a, a lineman can make all the difference. In the world, look! You did you see the game last night? Demarcus Lawrence destroyed the Saints' offensive line. I'm not going to argue that one player made the difference, right? And I, that's 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 my point. But if also, you if you're not getting the players that you also, need, but also you're if, you're, if you're calling the wrong plays, your team's not going to perform as well. Okay, uh, let's let's make a comparison of a coach calling the wrong plays mm -hmm. and an organization calling making shit for decades, making Go bad ahead, moves for whole decades. How does that make sense? How is an organization making bad moves for decades 
and a coach is making bad plays. No, man, a culture needs to happen. This and this is not the first time. Belichick even complained about this when he was con- when he was taught when he was with the team too. He said he's not he doesn't have the players that he needs because the organization is cheap. It's been cheap. Why do you think why do you think they had to come back? They they went to the freaking Ravens. Everything changed after they had to bring back the team. The organization is cheap. I'm not sure if so it has something to do. You think it's the money thing? Huh? You think it's the money? I thing think it's the owner is the problem. The owner is the problem. The owner is the problem. The same thing. It's the same thing in all sports. If you have a bad owner, you're gonna have a bad team. Clippers, bad owner, got rid of him. Lakers, bad owner, Jim Buss, got rid of him. Yeah, we're still. Over. It's 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 deeper than that, man. One player in football can make a difference. He's not gonna make the whole difference, but he can make a big difference. Like I told you, the Saints game yesterday, Demarcus Lawrence beat up on that offensive line, and that was one player. And he backed it up by saying, we're going to get in their mouths. And that's exactly Pause. what he did. Pause on that one. Relax. You're talking perverted now. That's what he said. I'm just repeating what he said. <laughs> I'm just repeating what he said. But I'm just saying, two things can be true. You could have a bad coach and bad management. Yeah, but two things, one could be true than the other. It, it's not a, you're, you're, okay. If something's I, true, it can't be truer. It's you, true. you know what I mean? It's true. If an organization has been historically bad compared to a coach who's only been bad with the organization, one organization, team that's been bad for decades, years, there's a difference. Just two true things. Huh? Two, two, two true things. things. They, they both so can you be can, true. You can't blame the coach for being bad. You can. I can blame yeah, you can. for making bad play calling. I can literally bad team blame management. you for having the talent right in front of you and not, and not using, using it. the talent. Why is so. it Nick Chubb wasn't getting the carries he deserved? And now that he's gone, he's getting the carries he deserves. It's just like my Why were you playing conservative football when you have the assets there to literally let Baker Mayfield go wild on the field? I can judge you for that. That's literally what we do when teams aren't doing well. I don't know, man. I think I tell you, the Browns have been historically bad. No one's going to convince me that. Like, shit, we judge Eli for the mistakes he makes all the time. If you go out there and throw interceptions... I'm going to judge you for throwing interceptions as a quarterback. That's not what you're supposed to do. When fucking Broncos were losing games, I was judging them for their play calls. Right. Run the fucking ball. Philip Lindsay is a fucking monster. He should be touching it at the very least 25 times a game. But he's not. Why? Because of bad play calls. They switch up the play calls. They give him more touches. Guess what? We're winning fucking games. That's how it fucking works. If a coach isn't going to do their job and notice the talent that they have... I will judge you on not knowing how to coach your team. I but, think it's bad organization. And not, not only just, bad to, organization. just to be organization fair. Organization does not coach the players. I'm sorry. They're there to sign checks and make sure the clientele's there. And give you the they, available money if you want better the players. people and the talent are there. He just did not know how to use them. It's so that case thing. in point, Dallas Cowboys. How you get rid of a Super Bowl winning coach in Jimmy Johnson? Just to suit your own ego. Dallas hasn't won since Jimmy Johnson. But guess what? Bad organization. The clientele's there right now. Bad and they're winning. He, I'm games. not saying anything about business. But what I'm saying, look, I'm the about business. players are there right I'm now. About playing. They're winning games. Get it fucking done. If not, Jason Garrett's gone. We thought that last year, and the year before, and the year before that, year before that. Yeah, we did. But look, look at what he has right now. There's literally no excuses at this point. Literally none. I think it's just bad what organization. What more do you say man? at that point? Bad organization. And I guarantee you, if they slip, he's out. That's just how it works. I guarantee you put Sean Payton instead of, instead of uh, Jason Garrett, that team making the Super Bowl. 
100%. Oh, so a coach could make a difference there, but a coach couldn't make a difference with the Browns. Because it, because Jimmy Johnson talked back to the owner, Jimmy Johnson. Oh, you uh, just kind of stifled your own argument. Huh? You just kind of stifled How did I stifle my own argument? Jimmy Johnson was a coach that you talked. Said Jerry, you were making the reference that, that Jerry Jones isn't a good owner. He isn't a good owner. because he you're got rid saying of, if you put a good coach there, they'll win with a bad ownership. Because Jimmy Johnson spoke back. If Jimmy, when Jimmy Johnson was doing that too much, so he got rid of. what you just said is the Cowboys have bad ownership, but if you give them a good coach, they'll win. No, that's so not what I said. The Browns have bad ownership, but if you give them a good coach, they'll win. And why haven't they gotten a good coach? Bad organization. Did we Thank literally? You. Like, I just. But I'm just saying two things can be true. You're saying the Cowboys have bad ownership, but you give them a good coach, they'll win. If you're saying. In the flip side now for the Browns, if the Browns have bad or organization, but you give them a good coach, they'll win. They don't get talent on the Browns. You're thinking Baker Mayfield. Don't ignore like what this. you literally just said. You're making up words what I'm saying. No, no. I'm not making up Let anything. me finish you talking and don't talk over it. me because you're not hearing what I'm saying. Jimmy Johnson. Am I crazy? Yes, you are because you're not listening. Listen. Hey, just say that. Stop talking and listen. There's a time to listen and time to talk. No, you do, but you, do, you literally you do the just said, Stop. you literally just said, Jerry Jones is a bad owner, but if you give them champagne, they'll win. That's bad organization, good coach, win. Was I finished talking? Finish it then. You have a coach in Jimmy Johnson that talk back to Jerry Jones. The reason Jimmy Johnson got fired is because he was talking to Jimmy Jones, um, uh, Jerry Jones, mm -hmm. he got fired. Mm -hmm. They did. They won that Super Bowl because it was Jimmy Johnson's team. They just replaced him. Mm -hmm. After that, haven't won anything since. Mm -hmm. Because all Jerry Jones wants is a puppet. There, mm -hmm. a puppet. They haven't won anything in twenty something years. Okay. When have you seen an aggressive coach in Dallas? Tell me. I'll wait. So going back to what you, you can't just ask said. me. All right. But how about you let Browns, me speak? The Browns. No, wait. How about you let me speak? Answer the question, going, and no, I could let you speak. Going back to what you you're literally... You're not answering my question. How about you let me speak? But you're not the same way you said you can't talk and listen but at the same time. But you're not answering the question. I give you a question, you, you answer. let me speak? Answer how the question. How can I answer your question if you don't let me speak? Because you're using other example. I'm giving you... No. Answer the question not. about what I just said. Jason, take a beat. Don't bring up the Browns. Jason. Don't bring up Sean No, Jason, take a beat. Because I want to address what you said. That's how this. That's how conversation works. No, but you have to answer. No. Someone asks you a question. You that's answer the how question. conversation works. If you bring up something, I would like to address it. That's how conversation works. If someone asks you a question, so you how about you the take question. a beat? I let you speak. Take a beat. Thank you. You said Jerry Jones is a bad owner, but if they had Sean Payton as their coach, they would win. That I agree with. I wholeheartedly agree with that. But you saying that exact thing goes into what me and Jamali were saying, whereas if Hugh Jackson was a good coach, he could take that team that he has and make it a winning team, even with the organization being the way it is. Why? Because your example being very clear. If you get a good coach on that team that has bad organization, they can still win. Why would that be? Because a good coach will see the talent that he has and he will make up a game plan for that talent to be a winning team. Wait, I'm still talking. Therefore, if the Browns had a good coach to coach the talent on that team, to put a scheme in place that would help them win games, even with the bad organization, they could be a winning team. Thank you for proving Didn't my, my question. Point. Because you just talked around it. 
because you like to hear yourself talk, but you don't like to listen to people. You, you don't. You, do, you don't have the talent on the Browns. You don't have the coach on the Browns, and you don't have the organization. Three things are right there. What talent do you have? Baker Mayfield and Chubb, two players, that's it? You have a bad defense. You have a bad secondary. You have a bad O-line. What are you going to do? Dallas has a good O-line. Dallas has a good defense. Dallas has a good quarterback. Dallas has a good wide receiver. Jason doesn't da watch football. Look, because I'm proving my point because you don't want to no, answer. No, you're not. You don't, you, I'm proving my point. But I mean, no, you're not. I'm proving my hard. point. It's, could, could I say something? I'm proving my point. I'll let you both y'all speak. But I'm just saying, you can't just outright say Cleveland don't have the tools required to win. Because when it comes to football, football is a strategic game. It comes down, it has nothing to do, you can have the best receiver, the best quarterback, but if your strategy on your, the way you're using them is not done right in that very moment, you're not going to be successful. And that, come in, that comes down to coaching. You, I've, you, you and I both know this. We've seen players under one coaching system that is shit, and then they go to another program and they're amazing, and vice versa. It's coaches knowing how to use players. Why, like for example, in basketball, we see a lot of players who go play for Pop, who are amazing players. Pop knows how to accentuate them on what their strengths are, right? And that takes great skill in coaching. You, Phil Jackson did the same thing with the Lakers. We've seen how Ron Artest played on the Phil Jackson. Right? Ron Artest was the defensive player of the year. You're talking about all-star players compared to... What was Ron difference. Artest with the Pacers when he played on their... What's his name? Rick? What was, what was Defensive that? player of the year. Where? With the Pacers? Yeah. But he... Okay. But what I'm saying is he played... Um, Phil Jackson knew how to use him as a player the way he is. He wasn't... He didn't get into no fights like he did when he was with the Pacers. He, well, he was well-behaved. Case in point is a coach is there to guide the team to victory. It's a coach's responsibility to use what he has to win. Right? The Giants, I'm not going to bring this up, but I have to. The Giants beat a perfect uh, Patriot team. Good staff. They're used, But it comes down to coaching. And you can't say Hugh Jackman was a Jackson. great coach. Dude, Eagles over the Patriots. Man. Yeah. It's not about, it's also about how you, a coach uses what he has. And you can't, it can't come down to be like, these guys are football players who plays in the NFL. Okay, so let me use. Regardless of what team they play for, they're some of the best that ever played the game. Let me, let me ask you this then. When, when um, Tom Coughlin wanted better players, especially for the O-line and the ownership didn't want to pay or draft those players. Okay. What happened to the Giants after that? When top, when the coach knew exactly what he wanted to win, mm -hmm. a Super Bowl winning coach, mm -hmm. two-time Super Bowl winning coach, mm -hmm. he asked for these things and he didn't get, and he didn't get that. Okay. Why is it? Why was it? The one that was fighting for the team was the, and the team said that, oh, we have to make a complete change at, at everything in coaching, everything like that. He was the only one fired out of everyone. I agree. I, I, I can see where your argument's going, but I'll counter argue with this. Why is it that they won a Super Bowl? After losing one of the best running backs they had. And, um... Dickie Barber was a great running back. We got... <laughs> no, your argument is done. I'm sorry. No. No, 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 no. Dickie Barber people, wasn't a great running back? No, he wasn't. Okay. Uh, you of all people as a Giants fan should know, the Giants don't win with superstars. You, you of all people should know that they don't win with superstar. Eli Manning, I'll put him as a... I'll put him as a... Either stroke or ego. Eli Manning, I'll put Eli Manning. Wait, Tiki Barber wasn't on, a great no, running no. back?
They never, they never won anything with Tiki Barber at all, at all. Wait, wait. But that that just proved my argument. You're saying Tiki the, Barber wasn't a great running back because they didn't win hardware with him. They didn't win anything because he was not the player they needed. Okay, Once so Philip Rivers is not a great person, a great p- quarterback because they never won hardware. That's yeah. possible too. I'm not saying no to that, but I'm saying oh. that's possible. Let's wrap this up. I like to end but it right see, there. But you see, <laughs> but you see, you guys. I would love to end it guys, right there. But you, you see, no. you guys. Everybody stop. Everybody stop. I'm done. No, but you see. Because we are dragging this topic no, along. You, you guys are making your Let's points. Let's put in some final thoughts. A team wins two games along. saying, oh, they're winning games, please. No, Jason, the whole argument is you, Jackman, as a, <laughs> as a prof- fucking record. As a, fo- as a football coach, a professional, when he gets fired, should pack up his shit and leave like a man. Don't leave like a bitch and start throwing people under the bus, especially a quarterback who did not choose to play for you. But was chosen by an organization. That's been historically terribly bad at making bad decisions for the rest of the time they've been in the league. Fuck it. Why are you bringing up the... T- Bro, put the responsibility where it is. It's his mouth. If he didn't open his mouth, this would have never happened. Exactly. It has nothing to do with the organization. What, the organization told him to say that? Jamal, let me ask you a question. A simple question. If you had a bad love car... love asking questions. If you had a bad man. car, uh-huh. the axles were, 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 were messed up. Okay. And you're driving the car. Right. And you keep crashing into the car. Right. Is it your... Is our, Dude, our, what the fuck does that have to do with what he I, just said? No, no, hold on. Let me finish it. Go ahead. And you know the car is messed up. Okay. You know you need something to fix the car. He's, okay. Look, wait, he's wait. filibustering. He's fucking filibustering. Let him finish. Let him finish. It's a like fucking filibuster. Let him finish. And, and you're... And you're, he's politicking. Let him finish. Let him finish, Lanky. And, and and you're driving the car, and you know you need something to fix it. Right. And the car dealership won't give you something to fix it. Right. And they have a history of bad cars. <laughs> okay. So could I ask you a question now? Because I want to answer your question. I want to answer my question I, w- I But I, I want to answer your fucking question. So I, could you give me the role? That, who is the Axel in this case? Hmm? Who is the Axel? Who is playing the role of the Axel? What's the comparison? The team. The team is the Axel? Yes. Who is the driver? The driver is the coach, and the dealership is the person who gives you the, who gives you the owner essentially. So technically, none of these parties are responsible because the car is poorly manufactured. And who's responsible for that? The owners of the car? Not the dealership because the dealership don't make cars. The owner of the car. I'm talking about the owner of the car is who? Huh? The owner. The owner who makes the car. But you said the owner was the dealership. I'm just trying to understand because I don't see the comparison. Dealership's the seller; they're not the owner. The GM. Let's say the GM is the is the dealership, and the owner is. The this is a terrible the analogy. Okay, case in point, Jason. It's a horrible analogy. If you're gonna say that, it, it I don't Christ. see how it fits with. I told what you we're he was still a bus ring. I let him finish his point. I'm not gonna cut him off. I'm gonna be respectful in our conversation. I don't see how that correlates to the Cleveland Brown situation because, as I clearly said before. The, this situation occurred because Hugh Jackman is bitter and he feels Jackson. some way. Hugh Jackson. Jackson, whatever his fucking name is. <laughs> He's bitter and shouldn't go after Baker Mayfield. He didn't do nothing to you. But that's not what happened. And this is what you. I don't know what, guys, what news you guys saw, but it was Baker Mayfield that went after Hugh, Hugh Jackson first. Okay, on what basis would he call him fake if he didn't say something first? The only thing Hugh Jackson did was go to the Bengals. And then they asked Baker Mayfield, what do you think about Hugh Jackson? Hugh Jackson had a lot to say prior to joining the Bengals. Hold on. He didn't say that if it was up to him, he wouldn't have drafted Baker Mayfield. Okay, what's the problem with that? If he, if the coach, oh, so he's allowed if, to say shit like that, but Baker Mayfield I'm is not, not saying, allowed to I'm say. I'm not saying otherwise? Baker Mayfield has nothing to do with, but don't 
act all personal because Hugh Jackson hasn't said anything personal about Baker Mayfield. I think actually yes, because if you're telling me as a professional I wouldn't draft you because I'm not warranted that position, you're now attacking me on a professional and a personal level. I'm sorry I have the right now to defend myself and validate the reason why well, you I have to understand been. he's the coach. That's the thing. Like oh, you, now he's the like coach. You he takes said, some coach like you responsibility. Said, like you said, it's, it's a responsibility. If the coach is telling you what he needs and he's not getting what he needs, how do you expect to so win? So you're saying Cleveland Browns didn't need a fucking good quarterback? Huh? Who, they didn't need a good quarterback. No, they needed other stuff better than the quarterback first. Well, uh, had, you know what they should have started with? A better they coach. They had Terrell That's Pryor there who done. got hurt and was doing good. The only reason Baker Mayfield is starting is because Terrell Pryor got hurt. And Terrell Pryor was doing good. That's the only reason. <laughs> good? <laughs> well, how many fucking games did he win? <laughs> what? He well, was not on. doing how, good. How many games did he win? Oh, my God. How many games did Terrell Pryor win? How it many? wasn't Terrell Pryor, first of all. Who was it? It was Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor. Taylor. Sorry, and Tyrod no, Taylor. he was not doing good. How many games did he win? Oh, my goodness. Do you watch football? No, I, I want him to answer. <laughs> how many games did he win? How much games did he win, Jamali? I'm asking you a question. I You're... don't know how many games he won. How many games did he win? Zero. Zero games so for how, the Browns. So two games is your, is, your, is your sample size of Baker Mayfield. That he's that good. Baker Mayfield's won four. Four hmm? games. Four games. Okay, cool. Four games. Two of which was what with Hugh Jackson? With Hugh Jackson playing? Who's the coach? We're gonna end it right there. Two Thank you very much. Do well, you guys we, have any final thoughts? We do have our final segment that you were trying to introduce. Honestly, you we can to... introduce it next week. Alright. This is dragged on long enough. Wait, we had something. It'll be else. the first thing we I don't do. have nothing else? No. Everything can wait for next week. We have dragged this on long enough. I am done. I'm done too. But I, I'm glad you actually said uh, what you said people. with Philip Rivers. <laughs> I have it on tape. I have you on tape calling saying Eli has Down syndrome. He got two rings, but um, he, he definitely <laughs> bring no one hardware. Cares about that anymore. Guys, he guys, brought hardware guys, to the guys, Giants. Guys, hello. And we appreciate Final it. thoughts on anything we've spoken about today. Hey. And keep it short and sweet. I think the world needs to stop being so sensitive. Period. That's all I have to say. And show love to each other. That's it. Love and respect goes a long way. Jason. That goes for you, Baker Mayfield. Just what Jamali said. As for myself, I have nothing to add. Hey. I'm just survived. Surprised I didn't blow my fucking brains out while this shit was going on. You guys are ridiculous. You guys are ridiculous. You guys are going at each other. Hey, hey you had your final thoughts. These are mine. Finish G it up. Make G it short and sweet. G Practice G what you preach. Shut your mouth. Hey, don't you? I, I can keep it not. short if you shut the fuck up. Bro, it's longer than what short's supposed to be without me interrupting it. You know what, buddy? That's what I thought. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Don't Be Mad podcast. <laughs> you guys are crazy, man. You know where you can reach us as always? You guys are nuts. Find us on <laughs> Why do I submit Instagram and Twitter at Don't Be Mad Pod. Or you can find us on Facebook. Don't I be mad, podcast. Hey, you can find us on Facebook up, at. Don't snap your fingers, bro. You're gonna piss me off. Oh my god, fucking. Oh my god. Shh, hurry the fuck up, yo, bro. Stop. Or you can find us on Facebook at Don't Be Mad Podcast. <laughs> if you want to reach us for hate mail, <laughs> just message. At JJMBA. No one's going to hate mail me. I'm going to hate mail. I am going to hate mail the you fuck out of you. Yeah. <laughs> wait, you have, wait, hold on. Hold I'm going to send hold. 20 of them by myself. Yo, you know, 
<laughs> Jason has fans. Fans. They're, what, they're spinning on your roof? Huh? They're spinning on your ceiling? Fans. Those are the ones you have, right? Why are you mad? Everyone, what fans everyone, do you everyone, have? Everyone that comes on here always usually agrees with me. Even Akeem, too. And Akeem is the, probably the most practical out of you all really of us. You really want Akeem here. on your team? He's a comedian. So? Get <laughs> the fuck out of here. So you're saying because he he's a comedian, he doesn't have an opinion? Look, no. Love Akeem to death. Well, I love him to but death, too. if that's the guy that's in your corner, check yourself, man. <laughs> Oh, well, he's As I was to signing off, he's listening to this. Thank you guys for listening. Huh? Listening to this. Oh, you gonna listen? You know to we're it. here every Monday. They'll technically record on a Friday. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your pets to share, listen, subscribe. We're also on YouTube now. Slowly getting those videos out there, but they will be on there, short and sweetly. As long as Jason gets them up. Whoever gets them up, I'll do it. Jason will do it. Oh, your phone going off again. Bro, my phone needs to stay off your fucking podcast, bro. <laughs> How your much? phone goes off. Turn that fucking light off then. Your phone goes off so much. Yeah, but my phone doesn't flash a light that could brighten this fucking room with all these lights on. Yo, your phone goes off. Like, it's going off Christ. right now. Yeah, I got sports updates. Um, I'm sure it is. You want to read them? No, I don't. It's not my business. I keep my nose where it belongs. You should start doing this. Well, thing. I would love to keep my nose where it belongs if that bloody light wasn't flashing in my eyes every two fucking seconds. It was, it was not every two seconds, bro. Calm down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Putting people's business. So tune in next week, guys. <laughs> you guys are this is the longest sign out ever, by the way. Cause you won't shut the fuck up. Ain't nobody listening to your ass anymore. Shut up. Stop snapping, bro. Shut up. Stop snapping. <laughs> Yo, shut the fuck up. Thanks for listening, everyone. Peace. Peace. <laughs> love is love.